Hi, you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. And no, we're not trying to sell you anything. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. The incredibly spaced out adventures of Jupiter Jackson are brought to you by Super Sugary Sugar Flakes. Super Sugary Sugar Flakes. And the Discount Underwear Superstore. Discount Underwear Superstore. The following program may not be suitable for listeners who are not wearing their official Jupiter Jackson space helmets. Available at JupiterJackson.com. And now it's time for The Incredibly Spaced Out Adventures of Jupiter Jackson. Last week on The Incredibly Spaced Out Adventures of Jupiter Jackson. On a remote planet in the far undusted corner of the galaxy, where he had confronted the evil villain Max Mullet, who was building a stink bomb that would destroy the entire universe and leave a terrible mess for the next universe, Jupiter Jackson was left hanging from the edge of a tall cliff. And the cliff was hanging from the edge of a large mountain. And the mountain was hanging from the edge of the planet. And the planet was hanging from the edge of a black hole. Just when Jackson thought he couldn't hold on any longer, he couldn't. As Jackson went plummeting down, the cliff began to fall on top of him. The mountain began to fall off the side of the planet. And the planet began to fall into the black hole. Find out what happened next week on the incredibly spaced oh, out inv- What? That was last week's recap. Oh, right. Supposed right, to be. right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Find out what happened right now. As he fell from the cliff towards certain doom, <laughs> Jupiter Jackson had one thought on his mind. Certain doom. Certain doom. Certain doom. But he remembered something his mother had taught him as a boy. Meaning when he was a boy, not when she was a boy. Not that she was ever a boy. Anyway, you know what I mean. She told him, Jupiter, honey, if you're ever facing certain zoom, try not to do it on an empty stomach. And she also mentioned something about clean underpants, but it was too late to worry about that. So Jackson reached into his pocket and pulled out his last box of super sugary sugar flakes. As he did this, he accidentally pressed the autopilot button on his spaceship's remote control, which was also in the same pocket. It was a big pocket. With the autopilot activated, his spaceship was able to fly to his exact location in seconds and scoop him up within inches of certain doom, making the doom not quite so certain after all. The GPS of the autopilot had also located several restaurants in the nearby quadrant of the galaxy, and so Jackson quickly flew off to safety and to find the nearest IHOP. Meanwhile, Max Mullet was putting the finishing touches on the doomsday weapon in his secret underground laboratory. Maxie, when you come up from there, will you bring the laundry basket? Yeah, yeah. He delicately combined the extremely volatile chemicals, (laughs) tested the intricate timing mechanism, and carefully attached the outer shell to the base of the device. Ow! My thumb! Max quickly updated his blog. That's why. I'm destroying the universe. (laughs) R-O-T-F-L. Then he got up from off of the floor, grabbed the device and the laundry basket, and headed off to the center of the universe. Dad, can I borrow the space wagon? Uh, Sure, son. But this time, put some gas in it before you come back. Yeah, yeah. Max raced off in the space wagon. Max raced off in the space wagon. 
and soon he was traveling a million times the speed of light, with entire galaxies flying by as he sped toward the center of the universe. Double, meanwhile, in the flea-infested tail of the galaxy, Jupiter Jackson, filled with renewed determination and pancakes, was busy trying to track the faint warp drive signature of Max Mullet's spaceship. Hey, any of you guys seen Max around? Nah, I ain't seen Sorry, him. Sorry, dude. Oh, wait. I think he said on his blog that he's going to the center of the universe. Computer, chart a course for the center of the universe at warp 10. What's the magic word? <sighs> Please? That's better. But we're already there. What? No, we're not. I thought you were the center of the universe. Very funny. Come on, we're in a hurry. Jackson's spaceship sped onward, but soon was caught in a terrible meteor shower. Computer, activate front deflectors. The meteor shower finally ended, but Jackson soon found himself in trouble again. An asteroid field? Oh, way to plot a course, computer. Well, excuse me, mister. Get me there as fast as oh, you can. Oh, come on, I told hey, you. you Jackson and the ship's computer you. were I mean, able to work out their differences just in time to avoid a large asteroid. I'm... What? Jackson maneuvered through the asteroid field with extreme skill and bravery. Uh, I can't look. I can't look. Take your hands off your eyes. Come on. And they were safely in open space again. Approaching the center of the universe in 3.2 billion miles. Extra bonus, meanwhile. Max Mullet was having troubles of his own on his way to the center of the universe. His space wagon was slowed down by an interstellar crossing of a herd of giant bovinulins. Come on, move it, Bessie. As it turned out, Jupiter Jackson and Max Mullet arrived at the center of the universe at almost exactly the same time. Jackson landed by the movie theaters and Max by the food court. As Max hurried to make the final preparations to set off his weapon, the red wire's connected to the... Green wire. Jackson was frantically looking for him. Hey, any of you guys seen Max around? Dude, there's like a gajillion people here. Jackson thought to himself. Certain doom, certain doom, certain doom. No, not that again. Oh, right. I mean, where would I be if I were Max Mullet? He tried the arcade, the comic book shop, and the discount underwear superstore. And then... Wait, I know. To Bed Bath and Beyond. Of course, Max wasn't there but Jackson was able to find some nice bubble bath and a lovely new towel. And as he left, he headed in the direction of the food court where he noticed Max Mullet. Max happened to look up at the same time and their eyes met across the crowded room. No, it wasn't like that. Their eyes met and the chase was on. Jackson desperately ran through the crowd as Max tried to run away in the other direction. Jackson nearly caught up, but as he approached, Max turned around and said, You leave me no choice, Jackson. I've got a bomb here and I'll set it off. Upon noticing that Max was holding a bomb, the crowd around him began to slowly and calmly back away in an orderly fashion. You don't have to do this, Max. I know that your mom won't let you eat any delicious super sugary sugar flakes, but that's no reason to destroy the whole universe. That's easy for you to say. You've been able to eat those scrumptious, super sugary sugar flakes your whole life. You know just how filled with yummy goodness they are. I'll never know that joy. And to make it worse, I can't get that jingle out of my head. Super sugary sugar flakes. Sorry, Jackson, but if I can't have super sugary sugar flakes, then nobody can. 
and without further ado, or gratuitous product plugs, Max set the bomb to go off in 10 seconds and press the start button. The Mighty Max Stink Bomb is set to go off in 10 seconds. 10. 9. Jackson lunged at Max and tried to wrestle the bomb away from him. 8. 7. For several minutes, they fought. 6. At one point, they were deadlocked for over an hour. 5. Finally, Jackson gained the advantage and was able to subdue Max and tie his hands behind a chair. 4. But Jackson knew the time was running out. He had to either disarm or remove the bomb, and he had only 3. Seconds to do so. Not knowing a thing about how to disarm a bomb, he decided to remove it. He quickly ran to his spaceship. 2. Then flew out to the far edge of the galaxy. 1 and dropped the bomb into a spinning interdimensional vortex. The universe was safe again. Jackson returned and brought Max into custody, where he was put away under heavy security for a very long time. Maxie, you are grounded for a whole week. Now go to your room and bring the laundry basket down with you. Yeah, yeah. His mission now over, Jackson returned to his spaceship to fill out the necessary paperwork and to catch up on things. Hey, computer. Any messages for me? Like maybe people calling to thank me for saving the universe? Um, no messages like that. But you do have 753 trillion messages from people in an alternate universe. Oh, really? Well, play those back. Um, okay. Hey, thanks a lot for sending that stink bomb into our universe. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, way to go, stinkhead. I'm sure you're a big hero in your universe, but here you're about the stinkiest form of life anyone can imagine. I mean, oh, it's so And so, terrible. with the gratitude and admiration of people everywhere, Jupiter Jackson set off again in search of new adventures, new worlds, and a new box of super sugary sugar flakes. This has been a broadcast of the XYZ PDQ Network. If you want a huge selection of audio drama, some of the newest ones out there as they come out, then do find Sunday Showcase on the Mutual Audio Network, which is the new home of the Sonic Society, the world's longest-running, largest showcase of modern audio drama. You can find us on the Sunday Showcase feed, or if you want to hear all of the day's worth of audio, then you can find it on the main Mutual Audio Network feed, wherever you get your podcasts. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.